Welcome to the All Things Instant Podcast, a radio program that is designed to educate, inform, and impact teenagers, their parents, and their teachers in every way. My name is Akitunde Ido. Listen, I'm so glad that you're here, and always so glad that you're here. On this podcast, we will talk about hot button topics that are important to you, hopefully, and they should be important to you. We also bring engaging guests with compelling stories which will challenge you, encourage you, inform you and the people in your life in a tremendous way. This is a great show and we're going to have a great time. In that case, let's get the party started. Hello, all things thin family. Welcome back to the All Things Thin podcast. And as usual, my name is Akitunde Ido. I've really missed everyone. Um, we are starting with another edition of the podcast today. This is another episode, and believe me, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing. And I have a guest, um, a friend who I met through another friend. Um, his name is Mayokon Iyao Maleri. Um, I believe I pronounced that well, um, but let me quickly read his profile to you. Mayokon hails from a larger local government area of Ondo State, Nigeria. He backed an MSc in Environmental Control and Management from the prestigious Obafemi Awolowo University. Great affair where he's currently running a phd in the same discipline he's an ardent greenie and sustainable development promoter he founded plugin nigerian club on june 2 2018. plugin is a combination of jogging plus picking liters for body fitness and environmental cleanliness the club as an organization with over 1500 volunteers is currently present in 20 higher institutions across Nigeria with two community clubs. Under his leadership, the club has organized more than 220 plug-in episodes covering 400 km plus space in various communities and campuses, collecting over 10,000 bags of liters and recovered over 100,000 pet bottles from the environment. The club also runs a Green Switch Academy and has directly trained and engaged via virtual bi-monthly workshops 701 young people on the subject of environmental sustainability, understanding climate change and how to take action for the environment. Amongst other honors, Plugin Nigerian Club was recognized as one of the top 10 global recycling heroes by the Global Recycling Foundation in 2020. Mayo is an all-repentant dendrophile who passionately and professionally leads actions for an environmental sustainability-conscious world with inten- intentional actions driven towards its fulfillment by individuals and institutions. This has fueled his engagement and caused him to work directly with the United Nations Development Programme 
and Federal Ministry of Environment in Nigeria as a youth consultant. He has also worked closely with the Embassy of Sweden in Nigeria to organize cleanup events around Nigeria in 2020 and 2021. Mayoko is a Nigerian ambassador to Coalition World and International Students Environmental Coalition ISEC, both headquartered in the USA. Locally, he still volunteers and works with Aqua Planet Nigerian Limited. Green and Rip Initiative, Africa Cleanup Initiative, 11-11-12 Foundation, and the Nigerian Youth SDGs Network. He also works with the Leadership Institute's Leaders Quarters, where he has since 2017 assisted in the training of over 2,500 persons from around the world towards inspiring effective leadership and making greatness common. Mayokon has won several local and international recognition plus news features from the Commonwealth Youth Council, BBC, Now This News Agency, BuzzFeed News USA, the Nigerian Tribune, Nigerian Youth SDGs as an SDG star among others. Chief Vlogger as he is fondly called is simply an embodiment of everything green and sustainable ladies and gentlemen please welcome to this podcast mayokon iyamolevery thank you for um coming mayokon um so glad to have you here um thank you so much yeah thank you very much uh, mr i think today it's, it's a pleasure to be here to join me for the um all things things podcast uh, that's almost like a tongue twister for me i've been practicing all things things <laughs> but it's nice to be on this call <laughs> thank you for the wonderful um job you've been doing to um enlighten the youth and i'm, I'm really proud and i feel privileged to be here thank you so much sir thank you so much it's a great honor on our part all right so let's get started um um, from your profile, I can see that um, you are a pioneer of um, plugging Nigeria. And that speaks a lot about your passion for the environment. So I'll start by asking that, um, you know, what actually led you to um, pioneer plugging? What, what was the drive? Um, okay, thank you very much for that question. Um, Funny enough, people expect that when I talk about plugging or when uh, or the way plugging functions, that there's actually one very big story. Like he asked, what was the drive? Um, yeah. People expect that there's actually one very touching story that made me um, start plugging or initiate plugging in Nigeria. Yeah. Uh, so how it happened mm-hmm. exactly was in 2018, I had seen a post about plugging and um, I saw that it's something that young people could do, considering that. Young people go out on weekends for exercises and all that. So, um, in 2018, June 2018, precisely, the World Cleanup and World Environment Day, I mean, was coming up, and then I I remember that oh, I saw plugins somewhere. We could actually organize one now to bring people together as to commemorate the World Environment Day for that year, which was actually themed beat plastic pollution. So I sent word out, reached out to people and invited them to participate. And a um, few persons turned up, I think 15, 16, 17 of us turned up. We had fun. We had a nice time, you know, exercising and also cleaning the environment. So at my end, it was just 
plans to be a one-time thing. Um, then people after the exercise were, you know, were sharing experiences, how we felt after doing the cleanup because the exercises and uh, students, the, the students and young persons are participated that they, they really loved it and they asked like, uh, they mentioned that we should do this again. So I was quite surprised myself uh, because I'm just, just meant to be a one-time thing. Yeah, a one-time thing. So, uh, but people wanted to do it again, and I was very excited about it. And of course, why not? We did it again. And but one thing we always did back then was, after every plugin activity that we that we had, would send yeah. word out. Hello, can you hear me, Mr. Michael? Yes, I'm. Hello. I'm sorry, please. Yes, yes, I can hear you. I'm very sorry. So after the plugin activities, we'd send what out. Um, you know, we post it. We use our social media platforms very well. Post pictures, explain why we were doing what we we're doing, keeping the environment clean for the benefit of the planet, and also exercising up. So we always talked about it so much, and people from um other parts of the country and other campuses they showed interest also that would like to have something similar on our campus. And that was how the idea of expansion came in. We started on another campus, um, on another campus, and um, right now we're over three years old. That's the organization, and we have the club um, in over 20 campuses. We have two community clubs too in Lagos. So that's um, just the um, a brief story about starting up plugin in Nigeria. But the, the, the real thing is that the, what drove me to that point was actually that Yes, myself, I was an environmental back then. Yeah, I still am. I am very loud about the environment. So I look for all avenues to preach the green gospel of the environment, of taking care of the environment. So that was planned as just one activity in one uh, um, from the many I used to do. It turned out to um, become something more structured, more organized, more permanent. And um, so the, the drive was, um, to engage youth, to make people learn, to make people understand, to provide platforms for people to learn and understand that they can also contribute to environmental sustainability, which was what okay. got me that far in the first place. Yeah. Well, this is this is very good. This is very interesting. Um, thank you for sharing this. Um, yeah, I, I I'm so surprised to be honest because I've never really seen it as okay, like it was just meant to be a one-time thing. I've always thought you had like a well mapped that vision from the beginning before you started, you know, and like everything was well structured. Okay, we're expanding to like, you know, all the old campuses in Nigeria and then consider, you know, Sub Saharan Africa and all that. But, you know, hearing from it, it yeah. just stemmed from like a, a desire to just want to like just do um, make an impact in the in your immediate environment and subsequently yes. um, by virtue of the excitement of other people and their interest in it, you, you decided that, okay, why not let's just make this a movement? And to be honest, yes. this has really gone, you know, all over Nigeria because I see I see the impact it's it's doing. So a great job you're doing, Mr. Michael. But then, so we don't lose our audience. I would like us yeah, thank to you like very much. The, the understanding of what plugging really means because some of them might just be hearing the, the term for the first time and they may not exactly connect with it. So can you explain to us what plugging is? Okay, yeah, thank you. Uh, so plugging is, is spelled P-L-O-G-I-N-G, P-L-O. 
W-G-I-N-G. So uh, plugging means, basically means jogging and picking litters. Jogging and picking waste. That is the simple meaning of plugging. And um, it's, it's, it's a new English word. It's a relatively new English word with Swedish origin okay. because it was founded officially in 2016 in Sweden by a man into other parts of the world people have been taking, especially in the european countries um even in asia in uk in the us everywhere if you just go online and type plugin you'd see different um people in different places in the americas in the asia all continents so and in africa we we are one of the pioneers in nigeria of course we are the pioneer organization that brought it to nigeria then in africa too we are the leading um plugin organization in africa and in the world too yes we are like we are one of the most consistent plugin organizations so that's the meaning of plugin um it means jogging and picking litters so it, it serves two purposes simultaneously when you're jogging you're exercising your body and beyond jogging beyond jogging it involves all movements you know when you are moving around for example the act of bending squatting sometimes yeah. we even do more exercises you know we do competition we run we walk so all of those body movements plus picking later. So um, when you're doing it, your body is benefiting. You're, you're being physically very active. It helps your mental health. And um, when you're cleaning the environment, you are making it more conducive. You are increasing the aesthetic appeal of the environment. And also you are removing waste from the environment that would, um, you know, ultimately if not removed or if improperly disposed to the point of burning, would contribute to climate change. So you're taking care of your body, you're taking care of the environment. That is what um, plugging is about. Wow, that, that, is, that is fantastic. Uh, that is very, very good. Because number, you're just basically you're like achieving two purposes. One is that like you're keeping fit physically, um, exercising your body, which to be honest, many Nigerians don't exactly put much attention to. Um, they sometimes substar, so, um, substitute stress for fitness, you know, for exercises. <laughs> but now yeah. you, you're able to like harmonize that with um, your ability to make the environment, you know, appealing and um, aesthetic, aesthetically beautiful. I think that's very yes. good. That is very good. So um, I, I want to ask this, um, what is climate change and how does climate change, how does it relate to plugging? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. So as I mentioned earlier, um, why stating the benefits of plugging that when we remove waste from the environment, it's, um, it helps to reduce contribution to climate change. Now, yeah. um, plugging deals generally with waste management and physical fitness. Our, okay. our mission in plugging Nigeria is to promote a culture of responsible waste handling and physical fitness. So now okay. the waste management part, now in Nigeria, for example, um, we can, okay, maybe I should begin from the climate change part. So climate change um, deals with change, you know, just a simple word, change in climate, change in climatic patterns. Now okay. climate is the weather condition of a place for like a period of 30, 35, 40 years. So that means that if we are defining it by a set time period that climate is expected to change normally, or, you know, Little, little changes is expected to yeah. occur in the climate. But now, the, the radicality of the, of the change of the climate, the swiftness at which, at which it is changing is a cause for concern. And that is why the term climate change particularly is, is a global challenge now. So now you okay. see that if you remember, now I, I mentioned that climate is the weather 
condition of a place for like 30 to 40 years. Um, yeah. Mr. Akin, you and I, for example, I don't think we are 40 years old yet. Yeah. <laughs> I think we are combining our ages. But we can say that um, since we've been young till now, um, the climate and weather patterns, the climate uh, has changed. And now this is typical in that when we were younger, in primary and maybe early secondary school days, it was we, we, we were taught um, rainy season, uh, wet season and dry season. And back yes. then we could definitely fix that. Um, rainy season is from this month to this month. Dry season yeah. is from this month to this month. But in reality now, it is not. It is no longer so. It's no we longer. cannot pick out the yeah because rain falls at different times. Sometimes it does not fall when you expect it. Sometimes it falls outside when you expect it. Um, the sun shine. The dry season too. Sometimes it just comes. You know, everything has become haphazard. So. Yeah. Um, the, this, this radical change in the weather patterns is what uh, we refer to as climate change, and it's really causing a lot of distress. Because, for example, look at farmers that cultivate. Farmers work with time; they work with time and seasons. And now they don't know when to expect rain. They don't know when it's going to be dry. So, when you plant at a time that you've been planting in the previous years, that you know you know when rain is coming, you are planting. But now the rain is not coming. Or you know when you're expecting the dry season, it's not coming, it's still raining. So it affects agriculture, it affects food, it affects, that's a value chain. It affects yeah. feeding, you know, hunger and all that. So back to climate change. Climate change is, um, you know, this swift change in the weather patterns that we, that we are experiencing now. And um, um, locally here and also globally, it's being felt. It, it's, it's, um, it's, it has um, different impacts all around in different parts of the world. In some places, it is, it is drought and desertification. In some places, it is loss of biodiversity. In some places, it's it's in increased level of flooding. Like in Nigeria, we are experiencing increased level of flooding. In some places, especially coastal communities, I happen to be from a coastal community. I have a story about that. It's, you know, the increased level of sea level, um, the increased mm. level it affects the community, sweeps and swallows the community. So these are um, impacts of climate change that we feel today. Um, the sun shines like, you know, the way the sun shines these days, it's like um, the sun wants to fry all of us. When it rains, it's extreme and all that. So these yeah. extremities in weather patterns that we have not been experiencing before, those are the things that um, are, are drivers of climate change. Okay. So now, um, the waste, the plugging connects to climate change. Now, waste in Nigeria, for example, according to a document that was released by the Federal Ministry of Environment, <coughs> excuse me. Bless you. So I was saying, according to a document that was released by the Ministry of Environment recently. Okay. Waste contributes like 90% to the Nigerian national emissions. And these okay. emissions are the drivers of climate change. Drivers okay. of global wind that drive climate change. Now, when we say emissions, we, miss, we mean gases that are released into the atmosphere. Yeah. And these gases, um, the common ones are CO2, carbon and its oxides. And yeah. then um, there's CH4, there's um, sulfur oxide, there's nitrous. So they are generally called greenhouse gases. Now, let, okay. me, quickly explain, let me quickly paint a picture of how this climate change works. Um, okay. Now, there's, a, there's an envelope of air around the planet. This is our planet Earth. That envelope of air up there, what it does is that it traps heat from the sun. 
Now the sun has not been shining more recently, like we used to say that the sun, maybe yeah. some days we experience the heat more and we say the sun is shining crazily and all yeah. that. But the sun has still been shining, it has still been shining as it has been shining in the past. But yeah. because we are more, but that's another topic. So this blanket of air around the planet, what it does is it traps heat from the sun to keep the planet warm. Without yeah. that envelope of air trapping the heat from the sun, we will freeze to death. The planet yeah. will be too cold. So, and um, there's also a layer called ozone layer that yeah. prevents the heat of the sun, the rays from the sun, the ultraviolet rays of the sun from heating us directly. Now, okay. two things, those gases, some of these greenhouse gases that we release, some of them affect this ozone layer and deplete different parts of the ozone layer. And that ozone layer, so the, the heat, the rays of the sun are able to heat us more directly or with more intensity than mm. it used to. So that's one. Then, but now that's the ozone layer, different from the envelope of gases that keeps the planet warm. Now the yeah. work of the ozone layer is to reduce the intensity of the heat of, of the sun. Let's keep that in mind. Now, back to the envelope of air surrounding the planet that is trapping heat to keep the planet. So any form of, of those that release gases into the air. Now it goes, these gases go and join this envelope of air because that, those air, the air too is made up of gases. So these gases are released from air, it goes to join that envelope of air and it increases the thickness of that envelope of air. Are you still with me? Yes, I am. I am. We lost you some, some um, like some seconds ago, um, and we didn't get that part clearly. So if you could what, repeat, what, what was I saying? You were talking about um the ozone layer and the the green gas, you know, making okay, a comparison. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I I, I said the, the ozone layer prevents the rays of the sun from hitting us directly. When we release gases from the planet here, from our activities, transportation, urbanization, um, burning of fossil fuel, fuel extraction and all that, it releases gases that goes to join the envelope of air that keeps us warm. Now that envelope of air becomes thicker. You know, the original work of the, of the air surrounding us, of the envelope of air is to trap heat from the sun to keep the planet warm, right? Yeah. Okay, so now when that layer of gases when it becomes thicker, it traps more heat. It traps more heat than the planet ordinarily needs. Mm. So when it traps more heat, that is where the concept of global warming comes in. So and it is this global warming that now drives climate change. It is this global warming that now drives changes and variabilities in rainfall, in precipitation, in you know um, pressure in sun and and in heat and you know it just affects all the weather variabilities yeah. so I, I hope i've i've been able to paint that picture so when we when we now come back to the part of waste management waste okay. is part of the contributions as part of the contributors to climate change in that in many parts of the world waste are still burnt or also in the process of um, um reprocessing or you know um, managing this waste in landfills or dump sites, there are emissions that are released into the air. And these yeah. emissions still go up, contribute to global warming and climate change. So our work now at Plugging Nigeria is to, as much as possible, promote more responsible behavior towards waste that will mm. reduce the quantity of waste that we end up contributing to climate change. Say, mm. for example, plastic waste. 
We want to collect more plastic waste, recover plastic or waste from the environment such that less plastic will end up getting burnt or less plastic will end up in, in um, you know, production processes that would still release emissions and contribute to climate change. So we yeah. want, we preach that people should reuse their waste, that people should repurpose their waste, should recycle their waste and all that. So the whole essence is to reduce the quantity of waste that gets to the environment so that the emission profile from waste that uh, will reduce and, you know, the contribution to global warming and climate change will be reduced also. So I hope I've been able to establish that link. Yes, yes, I, yes, this is this is fantastic. Thank you, thank you so much for this. Um, I, I love the fact that like you, you also brought in the concept of global warming in addition to um, climate change and, and plugging and you actually explained the relationship between those three things. Now you talked about um, um, that it's more or less like an advice that people should actually consider recycling you know their yeah their, their waste um, um products right like their um, plastic containers and all those things like that what are the let me say tr traditional methods that people can adopt in order to recycle whatever they are using for example if they have um, plastic containers having used um having taken a soft drink or having um maybe um but uh, let's say a a a butter or, or mayonnaise or whatever, and they're done, you know, the content has been fully um, demolished and they want to like dispose these things. How best can they do that, right? Considering that some of them may not have recycling machines. Do okay. you understand my question? Okay. Yeah, I understand your question perfectly. Um, so now the first thing that we preach um in environments <clears throat> in managing waste is not recycling recycling is not like the best option okay are you with me yes, yes sir. so um there's something we call the three hours of waste management although there are many more hours but um okay. basically it's reduce reuse and recycle reduce reuse and recycle so the first and most sustainable option is to reduce your consumption level so that you have less waste generated at the end of the day. Hmm. Reduce your consumption. For example, you go and buy, <clears throat> you go to the market, or you are going to buy bread, or you go and buy anything, and you're asking them to double the nylon. Okay, if for the fact that, okay, maybe the item is very heavy and one nylon might not be enough, it's understandable. But there are some people, I've seen people that, because they want to hide the content of what they are buying, they will say double the nylon and all that. And um, you know now you are generating more waste. So the first and most sustainable option is to reduce your consumption level so that at the end of the day, you would have less waste generated. If you don't consume so much, you will not generate so much waste. So that's one. As so in all possible ways, reduce your consumption of resources. You don't have to buy things you don't need. Um, again, for example, if you are going to buy something and you think, oh, what I'm going to buy is heavy, can pick a nylon bag or a sack that you have that you don't have to get a new nylon or have ask them to double the nylon or something i don't know if you get that sir yes i do yes i do clearly okay so reducing our consumption of waste and beyond just um, of items beyond material items reduce your consumption of water reduce your consumption of energy you know um unplug your phones when it is full unplug your chargers don't leave them plugged in the wall you know, just in all possible ways, reduce your consumption of 
you know, material resources and also immaterial resources. That's the most sustainable option. Then the next sustainable option is reusing. Now just reusing this with repurposing items or finding other uses for items that you have used already. And there's a concept here that comes in called upcycling. Now, um, in my club, for example, we, we do a lot with plastic waste, these pet bottles. We do a lot with, um, we, we convert them into Christmas trees. We use them to build chairs. We use them to build, we are working on a project right now. We are using them to build sitting slabs. Um, you know, these kind of seats that are in many locations around campuses where students can just sit and relax and hang around. We are using yeah. them to build sitting slabs. With, with people use them to build houses, you know. Wow. Yeah, and this house, yes, these houses are strong and they are durable, even stronger than the regular cement block houses. In many other places, they reprocess them into plastic bricks that they use to make detachable housing. So reusing deals with finding other uses for um, items that you are done with, that you have consumed the content. So instead of disposing, you are now reusing the items. So you could use, for example, your plastic, um, the basic one, one that is very common that we do in Nigeria, when you cut your plastic bottle and use it as funnel, that is reusing, it's mm. as simple as that. So you don't have to think, when we say reuse, and when we mention this, you don't have to think of something very big or that will be very technical or that will require a lot of innovation or something. The simple ways you can find ways to reuse these items, it also contributes, it also helps. So um, reusing. Then that, that's another one. Um, a little more about upcycling. Upcycling is also, yeah, it's a case of reusing where you convert items, you know, you use them to make many things. You can do a lot with plastic. You can make trees, you can make decorations, wall decorations, you can make chairs, you can make boats. People have made plastic boats that they ride on water. So uh, there's a lot out there. You could just, anybody listening to us or that will listen to this, you could just do a little check on upcycling. And then okay. the last hour in that sequence is now recycling. Now, recycling should come in when you, you have practiced reduction, you have practiced reusing. And at the end of the day, you still have this waste that is still left. Okay, so now let me recycle it. Now, the process of recycling involves taking these items to um, firms that will now break down the plastic and use them to make other items newly. Now, recycling yeah. is also good but it should not be your first call. The first call is reduction, the second call is reusing, and the third is recycling. So in many cases in Nigeria, for example, we don't have recycling firms around us. Outside Lagos, Abuja, and some other states, most states do not have recycling firms or institutions around them. So that's still a problem we have in Nigeria. So for people, if you stay in Lagos, that should not be a problem for you. You can always um, you know, gather your recyclables, plastic waste, aluminum waste, um, metallic waste, and all that gather them after a period of time, a recycling firm can come and pick it up or you take it to them and you even get points, you even get rewards. They pay you, um, they give you gift items for bringing your recyclables. But in locations where we don't have them yet, so we, we would still encourage that you do more of reducing your consumption and also reusing your waste. And um, as much as possible, don't go for items you don't need or, you know, simple tips when you are going to the market hold your waste bag get a water bottle that you can always refill instead of buying table water and sachet water um always if you have clean water source get a table water you can always refill and um so those simple simple tips 
um, explains the, the sequence of the hours of waste management. So to the question, the main question you asked was how do people go about recycling? Of course, if, yeah. if you have a recycling firm around you, you can always gather your recyclables. You go to them, you understand, you ask them for their, um, if they have incentives that they give, you ask them for their incentive system, you benefit from it. And if they don't have, you should, you should, be, you should have the satisfaction um, of knowing that you not disposing these items and donating them or giving them to these firms and these recycling institutions, you are helping to protect and contribute to the um, safety of the environment. Okay. This is, this is very informative. Thank you so much for sharing this. I really learned a lot, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, maybe two more questions and, and we are done, right? Um, so the, the next question is, now you talked about the fact that when people participate in plugging or when you guys go out for plugging, that, um, you know, you pick up, up, up trash and, and everything on the, on the street or, or um, around your environment. My question then is, how do you um, manage this trash? Like, how do you dispose them? What do you do with them? Okay, yeah, thank you for that. So how we manage our trust is, yeah, trash is um, it's quite straightforward. And remember I mentioned we have clubs in um, about 22 locations around Nigeria now. So each of these locations have their peculiarities. And I have also mentioned that in many places are not in Nigeria. We don't have these recycling firms close to people. So in clubs, in the areas where we have recycling firms close to our clubs, of course, we take our recyclables to them, to some of them sometimes. So we gather them, we store them for a while. When it's voluminous enough, we have an agreement with them. They pick it up and um, sometimes we get incentives, sometimes we do not, but we give them to, um, we, we have a relationship with recycling firms in locations where we have these firms operating and functional. In locations where we do not have recycling firms, in some of them we do upcycling. I mentioned upcycling earlier too. We collect some of the waste, the ones that we can use, and we, re we use them to make new items. We have done a lot of Christmas trees. We have done a lot of table, we have done table baskets. We have done um, wall decorations, car decorations, chairs and all that. We have done that with plastic. So we collect them and reuse them as much as possible. And um, for the other waste that we do not have um, ways to manage them, recycling them or repurposing them for any uh, purpose, some will give them to um, scavengers. Scavengers are people that collect these recyclables, but they still take it to recycling firms. But for the ones that we don't have any choice about, we dispose them because we don't have uh, we don't have the capacity yet to institute recycling firms ourselves and mm -hmm. um, it, it will be unwise to now for example um it, maybe from on those states we collect recyclables and we save them up so much and we now want to transport them to Lagos states it will require a lot of expenses and even in the process we'll be burning um <laughs> we'll be burning carbon from transport emission from the vehicle that will come and pick it or that will take it. Of course, there are times when we are considering doing that actually, but we are looking for the best possible. We are trying to push recycling firms that have the capacity to come and establish in locations that are averagely close to us so that we don't have to travel long distances to transport these recyclables. So um, for some of the locations, we still dispose them. We take them to the proper um, waste disposal points. Now, it's, it's, it's quite simple, really. 
a place is littered and a place is neat. The difference between them, one, one is, is a sane environment, one is not a sane environment. So the fact that we, we help to clean the environment in that moment, we help to remove all the, um, the nuisance waste has caused, and we dispose them to the right disposal points. Yes, that also counts. So some of the ways we recycle them, some we upcycle them, some we just take them off the streets and dispose them in appropriate and designated disposal points. Okay, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Um, one final question. Um, if anyone is um, willing to participate in Plugin Nigeria activities and they are interested in joining the club, where can they find information about each of their localities or each of their states, you know, so that they can um, participate? And if they are also willing to learn more about um, the environment, climate change, you know, plugin activities, where, where can they go? And do you have any trainings or anything for them? Do you understand what I'm saying, sir? Yes, yes. Thank you for that. So yes, the, the first point of call, if you want to learn about the environment, Google is everybody's friend. Eh? So beyond what I, I, I can see, beyond what I can teach you, beyond what my organization can teach anyone, um, Google will always provide you with enough info. You see a lot of, of courses, a lot of topics as regards the environment, a lot of info. You know, you, you get tired, you, you'll be consumed, you'll be drowned in them. That will help you to um, get this consciousness of the dire situation the environment is in and why we need you to be part of you know, the, the, the environmental actors, the climate actors to save the environment. So, but taking it back home, yes, um, if you want to learn more about Plugin Nigeria, you want to join us, you want to see if we are in your locality, you can always um, check our website, www.pluginnigeria.org, that's .org. Our details are there. You can reach out to us. If we don't have a plugin club in your community or in your campus yet, yes, you can send us a message. Um, we would work together. We'd be happy to work with you to, uh, to um, you know, have a club, establish a club close to you. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Our handle is at Plugin Nigeria. We post updates about our activities. You see all the different kinds of activities we have. Um, we organize our um, online training, our um, our online advocacy and education, and also we have a training, a, a a very regimented training where we teach people about the environment. It is seven day training. It's called the Green Switch Academy, and we have we are current we are we are going to begin the thirteenth cohort of that academy tomorrow officially. In the past, we have trained um, we have had over three thousand five hundred people from all around the world apply for the training. And we have successfully taught um, 701 persons who have graduated from the academy. So wow. um, you can all, it's, the details are on our website too. You can always join us for subsequent versions of the academy. And um, it, it will be mind blowing. And uh, you learn so much about the environment in seven days and would we'll, we'll charge you up to become an environmental actor like we are. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Plug, you can Google Plugin Nigeria. Just Google Plugin Nigeria so you get our details, our social media handles, our website, everything about us. You see them online. Wow. Uh, thank you so very much, Mr. Mayoko. Thank you. This was a very, very educative and informative session. I learned a lot as a person. And to be honest, um, you've stirred up um, a passion for environment you know, in me. Right. And, and I think um, that's why information is power. Um, you never can tell what it can do. 
And I, I believe many of the people will be accessing this podcast henceforth. They will learn a lot. And um, I really want to say a big thank you for granting us, you know, a piece of your time. Thank you for sharing um, so passionately this information. Um, um, uh, even even um, out of your very busy schedule, I'm very grateful. And, um, you know, I, I believe a lot of people will follow up with Plugin Nigeria. I would do my best to um, actually take take up this this um, challenge and um, join up with um, um, teenagers around my environment and see where we can go with plugin. So, so thank you very much, Mr. Mayoko. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that. Thank you very much for having me. And again, wonderful work you're doing with the podcast. Um, kudos and well done, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, so very much. Um, so this is where we draw the curtain. Uh, um, see you next week, guys. Um, take care, bye. That was a great session. Thank you for listening. If this has impacted you in any way, I'm asking you to do a couple of things. The first thing is that you subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when new episodes come up every weekend. Gather your friends, your family, and be a part of this ministry. You can subscribe on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Podbean, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Breaker, and any other platform. The second thing I will ask you to do is to share. Share this with your friends, with your parents, your teachers, students, and people around you who may find this helpful. This just might be the answer to their prayers. The third thing is that you leave your comments in the comment section as this provides us with feedbacks on how helpful this program has been to you. If you have any questions, topics you would like us to address or guests you would like us to bring, please send an email to allthingsthingpodcast at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you. I want you to know that we love you and the best days are ahead of you. See you next week.